Welcome to A to Z Sports Powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us and for you guys. RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. The Tucker Agency is helping you by saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance. TuckerTN.com, Calvin and Subtle. If you want new floors, new hardwood floors and finishings, CalvinandSubtle.com is where to go. And the Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee, the region's destination for comprehensive uh, orthopedic and sports medicine care, BoneandJointTN.org. Zach, I'll toss it to you on this because yesterday we did our show live from Biopure, which is changing the standard of clean and is helping everybody be safer, uh, Biopure Music City. Uh, So if you missed that show, go check that out for sure. Uh, but afterwards, right after we get off the show, we see that Mayor John Cooper has announced uh, that zero fans in Nissan Stadium, at least through the month of September, which I believe includes three total Nashville SC games. And then it also says uh, that zero fans for the Titans home opener, which is week two, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. So what was your immediate reaction to uh, what you learned yesterday? Not surprised. I mean, uh, this is what the mayor's trend has been. It's to shut down the city, to not let any businesses open, including the Tennessee Titans. They're not going to let them open their doors to anybody uh, to start. Now, they're going to open the door to say that possibly can change, and we'll hear more information about this. But this goes to what the mayor has been doing. I don't agree with the mayor. A a lot of people do, and that's, that's their prerogative. But I think that uh, here's my one problem with the mayor before you can kind of dive into to what was said yesterday. The mayor wants to shut down the entire city of Nashville and the entire county of Davidson. And instead, he wants to work on a $1.5 billion plan to expand mass tra- transit. That makes no damn sense. He's going to take your money as taxpayers, but he's going to prevent you from making money because all of the look, Nashville is a tourist attraction. But when you cannot open your bars or your look, and I'm not saying full capacity, I'm talking, he shuts them down at 10 p.m. There is a ton of bars in Nashville. They could have 25 uh, like percent capacity. They didn't even open their doors because they like literally cannot survive. It does not logistically make sense to open. So that rule doesn't even matter. So I hate the mayor. I think he's pissing all over our city. And I think this is another example of him shutting down to not even try. I'm not, I don't want 68,000. I don't even think you get 68,000 people in Titan Stadium anyway. They struggle with doing that in the first especially, place. Especially with the Jaguars being the opponent. Now, when it comes to a couple weeks later with the Pittsburgh Steelers come to town, That's an entirely different situation. Maybe that's a different story, but I'm just talking about a small percentage of trying. It drives me crazy that the mayor is anti-try. Also, bars have to shut down at 10 p.m., but strip clubs can stay open. Yeah, Yeah, think about about that. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I I don't go to strip clubs, but I also don't understand where the logic of that is. You can if you want to, Austin, but you cannot have a drink at 10.01. Out, yeah, you got to have that in your house. So Buckethead brings up a, a comment that I think is interesting because it's something that I'm not. Look, there's a lot of things. Here's the problem with this. I know the title says two issues with John, uh, Mayor John Cooper making the decision to have zero fans to start the season for the t- Tennessee Titans. I don't know all the information, and that's kind of a hard thing. I like to talk about transparency, where I think more information available to the public generally is a, a, is a good thing. Uh, Buckethead says my understanding is it takes a month to get all the concessions in line, that's why it was done a full month out. Because yesterday was September, or excuse me, yesterday was August 18th, and the date of that first game is September 20th. So right about a month away uh, from the Titans' home opener uh, for uh, against the Jaguars. So that, look, it, I, 
I, I think I get it. Like, I think it, it, I, I understand that you have to give it, you can't just wait until September 17th to say, can you have games on Sunday or fans in the stands on Sunday? Um, and G-Man on base says, do it without concessions. I, I think you can't do that because in September it's hot as hell and in Nashville, and even though August has been clearly mild right now, but you have to have the ability for food and refreshments for your people that are there for their own safety because of the weather, right? Like you can't just not have concessions available because people need that uh, for some type of emergency situation. I think that the two issues with me is one of them is just uh, from one of the statements that Paul Kaharski got from the mayor's office a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to put this up on the screen here in a second, but it's the lead issue that I have with the with Mayor Cooper's uh, decision to uh, not have fans to start the season. This is a statement from John Mayor Mayor John Cooper's office. Um, he says from Paul Kaharski, "We cannot waive our public health principles, no matter how much we are rooting for our home team." Wow, very cheesy opening line. Uh, we may need to open the season with tighter restrictions, with the ability to ease these restrictions based on our COVID nineteen numbers, and as we also learn from the experiences of other NFL cities. We appreciate the Titans' commitment to a high level of staffing and their thoughtful approach to safely hosting home games this season. I want to focus on, as we also learned from the experiences of other NFL cities, Zach, and like I, Mayor Cooper or the mayor of any metropolitan city is supposed to be a leader. Right now, it does not feel like Mayor Cooper is being a leader when doing this. I'll get to my other issue here in a second, but I have a problem with them wanting to sit back and wait on other NFL cities to make this decision when you had the Kansas City Chiefs come out earlier this week who play their home game 10 full days earlier than the Titans, and they say, what, 22%? Like, we're not asking the Titans to have, or for Mayor Cooper to say 50% or 40%. It's just some, just somebody to go in there, some season ticket holders, to be able to go to these games and by waiting and waiting to see what other NFL cities are going to do, I just don't like that from a leadership standpoint. Yeah, well, he's not a leader. He's a follower. And I think the statement says that is they they have always sided on, on the precaution and fear that they send out to Nashvillians to, to not get the city at least back somewhat working. I mean, we're I, I put that on the graphic for a reason. The city is crumbling because the city is not getting any better. It's not improving. We're not moving forward. We're actually going backwards because no money is being spent on the one thing that economically drives the city of Nashville. And I don't look, I'm from the city. I'm from the city. I'm born and raised in Austin. You are also from, from here. We are Nashvillians true and true. We've 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 seen NFL, yes, before the Titans even got here. We went to the Sounds when Michael Jordan was playing baseball. I mean, we care about this city. And you know what? Right now, where the age range we are in our 30s and moving forward, we are going to be the revenue drivers, right? It's not going to be the 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 60 and 70 year old uh, age demographic. It's going to be, and that's just how life works. That's not that's not sitting here. Uh, slashing an age demographic but if you look at the statement it says that we're playing the wait and see and we're probably it, what the, i think the mayor's doing is he's praying on the vaccine he's praying to just get to the vaccine but i think what he'll learn is the city will be in ruins by the time that that comes around all right so a couple of comments i want to get to chief franco says so forget about the people throwing the parties and that in a house in Nashville, right? No, we talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that when that happened. I believe that was part of our shade of what was it? The fashion house, Nashville, that had a ridiculous party. And a lot of, a lot of people that Nashville's problems have been, have been out of towners, right? Nashville, downtown Nashville is a tourist city where people come in our city. They do whatever the hell they want. Then they get out on a flight Sunday night or Monday afternoon and leave us with whatever uh, the wreckage they had. So, like I, I, my point, like I want there to be an attempt and I don't know if there has been an attempt and my just, how I feel is that, I, that there wasn't much of an attempt from Mayor John Cooper. So I want to get to my second issue that I have with this, uh, with this plan. Uh, Zach, you got something? Yeah, before we do, I do want to address Trevor's comment. He says, it's one year. Why are we acting like children? Well, Trevor, in one year, a lot of businesses and lives can change. 
based uh, on the decisions made. So it's not it's not just one year, and we're not acting like children. And I, I, I'm assuming that you're coming from that that side of things. But this is very very important. Look, I think we could all get on board when the city shut down in March and April because we were trying to flatten the curve. That's what the whole goal was. But the mayor has pushed back every phase over the last several months, every single time. He just keeps extending, keeps extending. And this, where we are you know, weeks and weeks away from the NFL season, he's already just shut it down. Right. And it's not like this. It's just one year. Like, I think what I have learned over the last handful of months is that how many people operate on a month to month basis with their income. We lost but, 60. And, and, and look, we are very open and honest. Yeah, I'm like, we'll, I love to speak about transparency. We'll speak about transparency. In the month of April alone, 60% of our revenue as a business gone in one month. So look, we've had to work our Bye -bye. Had to work our, and where does that hurt? Who does that hurt? It doesn't hurt our employees. Uh, it hurts the business owners, and we do our best to to make sure things move forward, right? And we didn't go asking for all of our our listeners for money either. You know what? We sacked up and we went out and find some sponsorship, and we got some great core sponsors afterwards. Yes. But it affected everybody, and it's not just one year. That's sixty percent. If we had more overhead and we were a massive business or had a brick-and-mortar shop called A to Z Sports come on in, we wouldn't have been able to pay rent, and it would have crumbled. That's the thing of it's not just one year. These have massive repercussions for the future, and, and I think that's my issue, and I don't like the way that Mayor John Cooper is treating my city. All right, Turner says we wouldn't have let y'all go. Look, we wouldn't have let us go. Like we weren't that wasn't gonna happen. Look, 60% on that, one month. That's honesty. And then no, no, you're 60%. God knows how many other people lost 80 or 90 oh, or 100. right. And that's just one month where there's a lot of future money that went away as well. But look, that that's kind of how the ebbs and flows of things uh go. So all right, let, I'm gonna get to my second uh issue with John Mayor uh, Mayor. I keep saying that backwards, Mayor John Cooper's uh, uh decision yesterday about saying zero fans. And also when we do this, we want to ask you guys, how do you feel and get your opinion? How do you feel about the Titans having zero fans uh, to start the season? And before uh, we do that, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Don't fumble on your recovery. Look, injuries are going to happen uh, to every human being at some point in your life. Or if you have kids, your kids are going to get hurt. Make sure you go to the place that handles them the correct way. And that's the Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee right there in Franklin. You see that gorgeous building on your screen. They do everything under that one building. You'll go, you go to the clinic. You get diagnosed there. You get the testing there, the imaging that done there. The actual surgery itself also takes place in that building and the rehab. It's a one-stop shop for your entire recovery process and healing process. Don't fumble on your recovery. Boneandjointtn.org. Another great sponsor right there that Austin just spoke about. Don't forget about Doc Talk throughout the course of the season. When somebody yeah. gets injured, we're going to get some experts do a special and and really learn about that. Uh, before we move on, Austin, to, to your second uh, note, I want to address Terry. Terry says, I've watched this show from the beginning of COVID, and gosh, everyone was hollering, boo, everything needs to shut down in the stands. It's amazing to watch the flip. Well, Terry, a lot has changed, right? The knowledge, the testing of the actual virus, and, and do you, if you know any of the statistics, Terry, in Nashville, less than 1% death rate. And those that have died, are majority have, and this is what we've known about the virus, is have health conditions, prior health conditions, or are above the age of 65. And that's who it affects. That's, those are the lives that it affects the most. A 76-year-old man, he has a higher risk to go outside to his grocery store or a 74-year-old woman to go and do things than a 33-year-old man or woman. And those are the facts. The death rate is not that high, and a lot has changed. I think the issue is the mayor has not changed with it. That's what we're talking about. All right, so let's get into this. I mentioned that uh, I had two issues overall with Mayor Cooper's decision to do this now and, and really what we haven't seen. The first was uh, the statement that Paul Kaharski got from the mayor's office is, as we also learned from the experiences of other NFL cities, 
But then here's Burke Nihill, uh, the Titans' brand-new president, speaking yesterday at the press conference about the decision to have zero fans, at least at Nissan Stadium, through the month of September, which includes the Titans' season opener September 20th against the Jaguars. Thank you, Mayor Cooper, for inviting us to be here with you today. Before I say anything else, I'd like to mention that we at the Tennessee Titans are thinking of everyone impacted by the effects of the COVID-19 virus, as well as our healthcare workers who are working tirelessly to help us get through this pandemic. There's certainly no denying that we wish we would be opening our home schedule on September 20th in front of fans. Professional football is a game meant to be played in front of a loud, cheering crowd, and no one desires that outcome more than us. However, these are not normal times. And as civic leaders in this great city, we understand and support Mayor Cooper and Metro Nashville Public Health Department's decision today to delay welcoming fans into Nissan Stadium. Over the past many months, we have partnered with the city and the world's foremost health experts to build a safety plan to get fans back to Nissan Stadium. We are all confident that the safe stadium plan we built together is an extremely thorough, comprehensive plan that is ready to implement as soon as the time is right. So that's Burke Nihill, uh, video via Jim Wyatt on Twitter yesterday. He says the, that they're confident in the safe stadium plan for whenever the time is right. I, I, I think the Titans should show us their hard work because Mayor Cooper's office talked about how we appreciate the hard work from the Tennessee Titans organization and their thoughtful process behind making home games safe. Like then, I want to see that from the Tennessee Titans. And Burke Nihill said everything correctly yesterday. He, he he did the whole PR thing the right way. But I and I want to see this plan. And that's my second issue with Mayor Cooper is Burke Nihill just told me the Titans have a plan that they are very confident in. Let's roll it out. Let's look at it. If it's not going to happen until October, okay. But at least show me how it's going to work. Show me how you're going to get into the stadium. Show me how you're going to seat different people in pods or clusters or whatever the hell you want to call it. And show me how fans are going to exit the stadium and get back home safely. I want to see it because Burt Nihil just told me they have it. Mayor Cooper, show us. Show us, what, show us why you think this wasn't ready to go for September 20th. Show me why. That, that's my second issue. I agree with you 100%. The issue is, Austin, is the Titans are being screwed by the people that run them, the NFL. The NFL came down early and said, it's not up to the franchise. It's up to the governing body of the city. Guess who has all the power? Oh, the Titans the man do not in the have mask the at the bottom of our screen. Well, the, the Titans don't have the power, but you know they're probably pissed off about not having anybody there for September 20th. It doesn't matter. The mayor has all the power. He's the dictator in this in this conversation. And that's what he's been. He's a dictator. It, what he says goes. What he decides, he's the singular person of this city and he's ruining it. But even if the Titans did put out a plan he has final say so it doesn't it wouldn't really matter that and that's the hard pill to swallow you're absolutely right for pr reasons the titans should roll out this plan and get the fans juiced up they I, should I, have I, an outroar against the mayor to try to get his ass possibly out of office because he's shutting down the city but instead they just wanted to play nice because the nfl who really holds their leash, told them to play nice. Yeah, and I, I'm just curious to see what this plan is because I I, I think the Titans do things really well. Uh, I think uh, from we've both been to Titans training camp practice. I think things have gone really smoothly. I can see the effort and the, the thought. Titans have done a great job. Yes, and we can still give you really good content of practice uh, and with all the restrictions that we currently have as media, now look, I wish we could have more than one credential per outlet, but I understand the situation of why we can't. Uh, because typically with four guys out there, we dominate the streets of Titans training camp practice. But I want to see this plan because I'm genuinely curious about the right way it should work. We've talked about this a couple times. Every time we brought up attendance, 
Uh, my brother Ethan watches the show and it, it works in sports management and the logistics of hosting events. The biggest problem is not how people are going to sit in their seats in the stadium. That's actually the easiest part of this whole thing. It's how do you get people in and out of the stadium and not ha- and continue to have social distancing and not have just massive uh, crowds with no formal organization. I'm curious to see what they've come up with. Masks. Matt, like, and the NFL already said if you're going to go to a game this season, you're wearing a mask. Right? And Shouldn't I, that make all the 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 COVID ticks happy? The Corona Bros. That that should make them happy. Is if you wear a mask, and look, I, I'm pro mask at this time. I think you should wear a mask for the safety, especially if you are in a large gathering or a larger gathering that we've been in in the last five months. Absolutely, have that. We've talked about time slots. Look, you're not 25 percent of the stadium. You're not talking about 70,000 people, right? I mean, right. The, like if they have been able to facilitate the number of people in the past, they should be able to facilitate 25% right. of, of the stadium. And I, and I will say this. Uh, I mentioned Paul Kaharski a couple times. He did a, a piece uh, earlier this month, a couple weeks ago, about what the Titans were hoping for, that he learned the Titans' initial request was for 25% capacity which would be just over 17,000 people. And then he got the statement back from the mayor's office saying that they cannot waive their public health principles, no matter how much they're rooting for the home team, yada, yada. Uh, and that they're waiting to learn from other NFL cities. And they appreciate the Titans commitment to a high level of staffing and thoughtful approach to safety at home games. And then you saw just Burke Nihill a few minutes ago say that they have the safe stadium plan ready to go. And they're confident in it whenever the time is right. I want to see that plan. I think, the Titans should roll that out there and say, here's the work we have been doing because Titans fans, we promise you, we have been working our asses off for you guys this fall and we can't do it because uh, mayor John Cooper said no for at least September 20th. Yeah. And look, I go back to what I said yesterday and I, I, I love, I, and again, it's said by Will Compton of busting with the boys, but I, I, I think that this, this embodies exactly what we're feeling. And he said, we're so scared to die that we're afraid to live. And the fact is, you're probably not going to die. The death rate in Nashville is 0.9%. Only 20, 221 people have died from COVID. And the actual innards of, I would love to see the statistical data of those 221 people, of their age, their health at, at times. and you would think or assume that sprinkled in there, somebody died of something else, but just so happened to have COVID, and then that gets counted as a COVID death. 0.9% of the population in Austin. In Davidson County, there are 699,000 people in Davidson County. Like this, uh, we have done the job from the outbreak of the pandemic in March to secure what we need to secure, but eventually with before a vaccine comes out because everybody's not going to take this vaccine right everybody's not going to i'm probably not going to i I don't i haven't taken flu shots i've taken one in my life i'm 33 years old i feel healthier than i ever ever have like people aren't this is not going to be the magic elixir so you better start trying to figure out how to live now because this virus is on our shores and it is not leaving anytime soon uh let's see john dome says um can't have uh, i'm not gonna bring that up because it's it, but talking about the the titan stadium seventeen thousand people socially distanced what 25 percent? how can you spread it out how can you get people in and out that's what i'm interested in so my my two issues with the decision uh that mayor cooper did yesterday was uh, he's waiting on other stadiums to see how that happens and i i, I don't want that from leaders i want people who are proactive and they're not looking around at other people to follow what they do. I want somebody to, to lead, right? And then it's it's the fact that I have not seen a plan. The Titans say there's a plan. I want to see it. And they say they're, the Titans say they're confident in the plan they put together. Good. I, I'm glad. I believe the Titans are confident in that, and I believe they put the effort into it. So I want to see it, and I want to see why. Um, uh, Let's John- see the plan. Yes. We want the plan. Hashtag free Cade Mays and hashtag let's see the plan. I'll take the latter. I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, so let's do this. I brought up Cade Mays for a reason because I was going to transition to talking Tennessee balls. 
because yesterday Philip Fulmer uh, in a press conference said that the uh, Tennessee Vols will open or plan to open the season in Neyland Stadium, which their first home game is the first Saturday in October, that they plan to start uh, with 25% capacity in Neyland Stadium. We're going to talk about uh, that and the differences between the Titans 0% and the Vols 25%. The first act, tell the people about Calvin and Sutter. Yeah, Calvin and Sutter is where you need to get your hardwood floors Right there, 615-448-6414 is the phone number. You call them up. They come out, use the CDC precautions. They wear a mask. They they make sure that they are protected against you and your house. They're not going to come infect you. They're going to come actually help you. They're going to upgrade your house with the best hardwood floors that you could imagine. You're going to upgrade from that dirty old carpet that you've been sitting on and standing on over the last several months. This is the time to do it. Your wife and your kids are going to love you because your house is going to be so much better with these new hardwood floors. They're cost-effective. They've got price ranges from $1.99 per square foot to even $20 per square foot. They can have you covered. Your perfect hardwood floors are just a call away, 615-448-6414. When you call, set up a meeting and pick out your hardwood floors. Only one to two weeks it takes for them to, to call in the material and install. That is really quick turnaround. CalvinandSubtle.com. All right, A to Z Sports. Don't forget, AZ30 for 30% off everything at shop.azsportsnational.com. Another guy, Nick, who's been watching uh, the show this morning, uh, is getting a hat. He's got shirts already. Uh, AZ30 for 30% off anything at shop.azsportsnashville.com. We're, we're doing that until football uh, can return. So uh, let's let's talk about the Vols because yesterday, Neyland, State, uh, Neyland Stadium, as Phil Fulmer said, that they plan to have 25% in Neyland to start the season, which I think is an absolute win uh, for Neyland Stadium. Uh, so I, I think somewhere around that ballpark, that's that's good. And somebody said on Periscope that 25% in a 100,000-seat stadium will look empty. I Yeah, it's going to look empty. Look, baseball stadiums look empty. NHL has zero people around. The NBA has zero people. MLS has some. Like It's not about the optics on TV because – I just want sports back, right? I, just want- I got a quick conversation. Okay. Uh, if you watch yesterday, and, and I don't know if you do any of the NBA, but do you, I think that this had influence. If they would have played in Milwaukee or in LA, I don't think both number one seeds lose to the eighth seed. I, that's home court advantage that we don't even think about, but now it's just in this bubble. And I think we're going to see a lot of, of, of similar situations, it's going to be a weird football season. It is going to be a very strange sure. football season. And I think goal number one is to play the games. I, I think that's that. I think everybody can agree. Like, I, I think fans at stadiums overall, I know we've been spending a lot of time talking about this because of Mayor Cooper's decision yesterday, but goal number one is be able to play the games, finish the season so we can at least watch from home. Watch from where we're going to be doing our, our game day coverage that we'll talk about uh, coming up here in the next few weeks. But finish the season. Get the games played, and let's at least have that where fans are bonus. But I do think there's an opportunity uh, to have people there. And, Zach, what, what do you think is the main difference uh, in the Vols being able to have twenty five around 25% via Philip Fulmer and the Titans starting off the season with zero? Well, I do. I do appreciate you know them trying, right? The the Vols are going to try. And uh, DB Cooper says dictator, and I reference the mayor as a dictator because he decides, which he does. He says a dictator would not care for their citizens. Uh, this course of action is for the protection of everyone. There are many perspectives with this topic. Like I want safety. I want football. Only game one has been ruled out. Not the entire season. Things could change. I think. Yes, you're absolutely right, DB. Things could change. The Tennessee Volunteers, I think the biggest thing that is head-scratching is why is Nashville not allowing 17,000 people in their stadium when the Tennessee Volunteers are allowing 25,000 or so in their stadium? And who would be more irresponsible? You would think it would be college students that would have the ability to get in this game. Yeah, and I and I read a tweet this morning from a UT student uh, so saying that UT had 28 cases and 150 in isolation. 
Now it's over 75 positive cases and 270 in isolation. Trace back to a party on Laurel, which that takes me back. Uh, if we don't have football, it's going to be because of the dumbass students who can't not party for a few months. And Tennessee doesn't even start class until today. Uh, so you're seeing students already in, on college campuses go to house parties and they're going to test They're going to get it. Yeah, and now it's about the athletes. It's about how disciplined are the athletes going to be. And this is also a big, not to sidetrack us completely, this is also a big reason of why I think not canceling the season for the SEC is a good thing because Big Ten and Pac-12 athletes who don't have a season right now, they're more likely to go to that house party than not because they don't have the motivation to, if I want to play a game this season, I'm not going to go to that house party. I don't care who's texting me about it, who's there. I'm not going to go because I want to play football. You bring up a great point, and I, I think the best part we've had a, we've had a lot of good news this week. I would say one good news is the the momentum that Justin Fields is getting with his with all, with all the signatures to go against his conference that canceled his football season on Good Morning America, he's on ESPN. That is the kind of traction that I think we need to get back to say, hey, young people have a voice too. This affects them too. I think you bring up a very valid point is if Justin Fields is not playing football, more likely to go drink with his buddies and play beer pong on the, uh, on the campus of the and Ohio State University. The, the thought of being in college and playing beer pong for like two straight hours and everybody drinking out of the same solo cups is something that I, I thought I was invincible when I was, you know, 21 I years old. I used to do it every Tuesday, Thursday, I, Friday, and Saturday night. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. The Earn fact it. That, I know. It's, it's, it built my immune system, right? Uh, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> so I'm healthier than I've ever yes, been before. because of beer pong in college. No, but flip cup, even nastier with a table impact. But still. And, like, and Jeff is living in a dream right now saying Ohio State might actually play. I mean, I hope they do. I hope the Big Ten comes back and says, never mind, we made a mistake. But the problem is they have to fire their commissioner if they it, do. Yeah. Uh, well, it, right. He's the mouthpiece of the presidents. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, bop, 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 backpedaling Dion, Dion, prime time. Right. So, but going, I, I was going to bring up a point. Now I actually kind of forget. Oh, uh, there was a Griff uh, who we know, a buddy of both of ours, uh, who runs Tin Roof downtown. Talks about John Cooper's plan. Says, let me guess, his plan lacks an actual plan. It lacks any consideration of the job income loss of thousands of employees, parking attendees, ticket collectors, concession service, janitorial vendors, security, cheer squads, all things uh, a simple capacity limit would fix. And we're not asking for 100% capacity. We're just asking for a little bit. They a get, plan. They we're get just some, asking for a plan. Yeah, and, and oh, here's what I was going to say, too. It's easy to cancel at a moment's notice, right? Canceling should be the last, or or having zero should be the last resort. And I understand Buckethead brought up that, uh, you know, it takes a month to get concessions in order for each game. And I believe that takes time. That makes sense to me. But I feel like it would make a lot of 17,000 people, maybe for 68. Well, plan for, plan for 25%. And if you need to lower it to 20 or 15, that's fine. If you need to lower it to zero, you can make that decision instantly. Like it's, it doesn't, it's not hard to say off. It's not hard to say party canceled. It is hard to say party planned and game going on and fans in the stands. You can cancel at a moment's notice if you want to. Yeah. And I, and I'll say this, uh, the mayor has always done this. He's never had a plan. He's always pushed back. He's always, well, let's wait and see. Oh, well, let's close it down and wait and see. Let's close it down and wait and see. He's doing the same thing with the Titans, the same thing he's done. Look, they were supposed to open like in uh, July at some point. He pushed that thing back to early August. Then he pushed that back to two weeks into August. He's doing the same thing. So we shouldn't be surprised. The problem I'm not, is I'm not we, do, we, could, we can't do anything as Nashvillians. And then Tom brings up a funny point. Tom, Tom, I guess, didn't know how to play beer pong. He says, y'all drank out of the actual cups for beer pong? Are you animals? Fill them with water and then drink on the side? No, 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 no. That's, That's not how, how beer pong works, Tom. Beer goes in the cup. You drink, and you know what? If you lose, you got to drink the opponent's cup. That's how the rules work. 
Well, and the, the fact is, if you're playing beer pong, like you're you're never going to drink the proper amount of beer when a cup is made if you're just sipping from the cut from the can or bottle on the side. Like you have to pour it, so you have to drink that amount. We used to have to have a cup in our hands at all time, and if the other person, again, house rules, so this sure. is my house. If you make it in the person's cup that they're holding, game over. Right now, because Turner says beer pong can be played with water. I agree. My 30th birthday, when I was stuck at my home in April, my wife and I played beer pong for in our kitchen for an hour and a half or so. With water or beer? We played with water because we're just by ourselves, and we didn't want we didn't want the the beer to spill on the floor for the dogs to drink it. That would no. I'm serious. That's the reason why we did that. It wasn't because of uh the, the it was just us two. It didn't matter. We didn't want Sophie and Bella to be drinking beer uh, if some spill happened. But the, the point is, if you win enough games in a row, you've drank enough beer where you're going to get progressively worse if you've won five games in a row because you're drinking the beer out of the cups. Now we can get off of the beer pong lessons uh, and, and get back on top. Uh, yeah, well, that's how, that's how you play beer pong. I think my, my issue is, don't you think college students are going to be more irresponsible at, at Tennessee, but they're willing to fill their stadium or at least try? Well, I don't, I, would, know how, I don't know how student tickets are involved because that, that's something that we don't know. You can still as, go to the game. They're humans. They have rights. Right, right? but if I don't, they have but the again, money, they can go. Right, but student tickets are set up differently than regular season ticket holders. And I, I don't, I'm don't. i not a vol season ticket holder, so I don't get that information readily. I can probably go find it. But student tickets are different where I don't know what the plan is. I'm, the, the Tennessee volunteers need to have a really strict plan for the student section on how they're handling that because – uh, that's, that's something that I, I agree with you that, um, students are going to go out and go to their parties. They're going to do what they want. And so you need to have a strict plan for student tickets. And that's why North Carolina shut down. If you saw, uh, you know, the university of North Carolina, they decided to go back to internet learning instead of live on campus. But look, I was in Oxford this past weekend at Ole Miss and students uh, are there. So, uh, you know, it, it's all in the eye of the beholder. I think this has pushed Americans to the limit. I think with the election uh, at the beginning of November on the horizon, that also puts people, you know, kind of uh, gritting down to see what's going to happen. And everybody has a different opinion on it. The problem is, is that the mayor is so far, like, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And I say he doesn't know what the hell he's doing for the repercussions of what he's doing. All right, so here's what I want to do, because we know that it's just, and somebody said earlier on Facebook, silver lining, it's just one home game for the Titans in September. The schedule helped the Titans out, because very easily in past years, it could have been the Titans started off with, you know, three out of the first four games at home, uh, and then, you know, that, that, that would absolutely suck if you're the Tennessee Titans, but it's just one home game in the month of September. It's week two. Uh, against the Jags week three is in Minnesota and then when you come back week four is the one the second home game against Pittsburgh I want to say this from Bobby says Bobby the problem is the mayor doesn't have the same opinion as me well I guarantee the mayor doesn't have the same opinion as any small business owner or large business owner in his city I guarantee they don't agree with it because you know what they're hemorrhaging money right now at a rapid, and, and rapid they're having rate. to fire people and lay off people and furlough people, and that's hurting the citizens. And so, what do you think that those citizens, not even the owners of the business, do you think they agree with the mayor? Look, I, I'm not sitting here saying open the doors 100 percent and live like like life. It was like it was 2017. I'm not saying that. All right, I'm so saying though, at least take the steps and opening. And I think the biggest thing that was said on this show, Austin, was what you said about the Titans' plan. The Titans need to release their plan. It's not about – look, I, I'm hopefully optimistic by season's end. Maybe they can have some fans in the stands. But at least show their, their plan right now so we can form an opinion on if it can be implemented right away. Yeah, and, and – and- Burke Nihill, and I can play the video again, and, and Burke Nihill said that they are confident in their ability for their plan that they've brought together to work. So here's what I want to do now. I want to play some prediction, okay? So the Titans have S- September 20th is the home opening against the Jags. They go to Minnesota the following week. Then to start October, October 4th, 11th, and 18th, they have home versus the Steelers, Bills, and Texans. 
I want to do a confidence level one through 10 on any fans. I'm not talking a percentage, a fan, any fans going to the Steelers, Bills, and Texans games. It, that's three in a row to start off October because the rule right now, what Mayor Cooper said is no fans uh, through the month of September in Nissan Stadium. So, what's your confidence level? 10 being the highest, one being the lowest of any fans going to those October games against the Steelers, Bills, and Texans. So we'll get to your answers here in a second. But first, let me tell you about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. I'm working out again, second time of the week for me this afternoon. I love it. It makes me feel great. Uh, Mandu.com, the, the science is real. Uh, the results are real full body electronic muscle stimulation. You work every muscle group in your body and you get deep and get 90%, 95% of those muscle fibers where you're not touching that when you're just doing regular workouts at your gym. It's also by appointment. It's better than a gym. It helps your mental and physical health. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. It is sports. Do not forget blitz, baby. What a game yesterday. What a game. We are chugging right along Sitting here after the Jags win, we're sitting here at six and zero. You cannot beat that six and zero. Turning along to play Baltimore, and then tomorrow we'll have an early game. Early game tomorrow because I got to head out of town and go to Denver. I got to check out, scope out Mile High for Game One uh, of Titans uh, season. But hey, make sure you tune in. We're gonna play uh, right there at eleven thirty this morning. Blitz 2001. So the question is, one through ten, will that fans will be in Nissan Stadium in the month of October? Uh, Scott says two. Uh, Dom says I don't believe that there's a plan in general. You'll get a like for that because I agree with you, Dom. Uh, Lewis says seven point nine. Brad says four. Tommy says one. Mark says um, he sat, uh, sits there and says Zero. three. Or excuse me, it, it jumped down. Uh, Turner says two. Rob says two. Ethan said four point nine. Johnny Lee said one. Uh, Louis says 7.9 again. Trevor says one. Nothing is going to change. Hunter says zero. Confidence in any Mayor Cooper decision, unfortunately. I wish I could give you a like for that because that guy's awful. Uh, uh, Houston says 1.1. Guy Man says five. Austin, not a a lot of high numbers coming in. 7.9 is the highest one. So I'm going to play Burke Nihill again. It's a one-minute-long clip from yesterday, the Titans president CEO, uh, talking about Mayor Cooper's decision for zero fans in September. So here's Burke Nihill. And the very end of this clip is what's most important. Thank you, Mayor Cooper, for inviting us to be here with you today. Before I say anything else, I'd like to mention that we at the Tennessee Titans are thinking of everyone impacted by the effects of the COVID-19 virus, as well as our healthcare workers who are working tirelessly to help us get through this pandemic. There's certainly no denying that we wish we would be opening our home schedule on September 20th in front of fans. Professional football is a game meant to be played in front of a loud, cheering crowd, and no one desires that outcome more than us. However, these are not normal times. And as civic leaders in this great city, we understand and support Mayor Cooper and Metro Nashville Public Health Department's decision today to delay welcoming fans into Nissan Stadium. Over the past many months, we have partnered with the city and the world's foremost health experts to build a safety plan to get fans back to Nissan Stadium. We are all confident that the safe stadium plan we built together is an extremely thorough, comprehensive plan that is ready to implement as soon as the time is right. So there's Burke Nihill video via Jim White on Twitter yesterday. So we're playing confidence level game. I want the plan. We yeah. want the yeah, plan. I, I want to see the plan. I want to see the plan. Um, look, Gmail on base says Nihill was too soft. Should have said they disagree, but they will comply. Look, I, that's not – Burke Nihill handled his first – again, he just got promoted to the president, taken over for Steve Underwood like well, as we two months ago. He couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> he didn't have any power. The NFL, his boss, essentially, his boss's boss, said that it doesn't matter what you think. It is the governing bodies of each in, individual NFL city. Yeah, local governments. Sure. So confidence level 1 through 10 on there being any fans – at the Steelers, Bills, or Texans games, which are the first three weeks in the month of October. And going off of the statement from mayor's office that Paul Kaharski got, and it was, uh, we're going to wait and see what other NFL cities do and how it works. I know this, the earliest NFL game with fans in the stands, September 10th, which is just 10 days 
uh, before the Titans home opener. But That's, you also have NFL teams that are not having any fans all season. Right, but, I, but the first game of the year is Chiefs-Texans in Arrowhead with 22%. That's what the, the Chiefs have said earlier this week. So that's the first opportunity that Mayor Cooper can look at and learn from other NFL cities like he said he was going to do two weeks ago. So what's the likeliness of him being able to look at September 10th and say, okay, how did that work? And then look at – got to wait, right? Like in, for what he's talking about, he's got to wait to see what the, what the results were from that game and contract tracing and positive tests to come out of it. I, so when is he going to be able to make a decision on October? If he's basing himself on other NFL cities, it's going to take what one, two weeks for that. And, and I would also say that Nashville bars and restaurants, their capacity is going to have to go up before this decision is made because they're going to get even more pissed off than they already are if they open the stadium to seventeen thousand people, but they're not opening bars. They're going to get upset because they're losing money. Yeah, um, so my confidence level in any Titans fans going to October 4th through the 18th, those three weekends against the Steelers, Bills, and Texans, I say I'm at a – I think it should be on a that's – the, that's the hard thing. Is he is he going to make this for the entire month of October? Is he going to make the decision for the entire month, or is he going to allow October 18th to be different than October 4th? Because I think there's no way in hell – anybody's going to be in that stadium uh, October 4th when they host the Steelers. But two weeks later against the Texans, could they? I think they should be able to make the decision for that separate from October 4th. But at my point, I, my confidence level is at a 2. 2 out of 10 for any fans going to the October home games for the Titans. Oh, man. Um, I, I'm Anything Mayor Cooper does, I'm at a zero. That guy's awful. I mean, and and you you sit there and, and Terrence brings up, he says, when the cases go down in Nashville. I mean, Terrence, in Nashville, there are 699,000 people. If you look at the stats, there are only 2,700 active cases. You do quick math, which I just did while I also was talking, that's 0.3%. The death rate is even lower than that of the people who have actually had it, not not to mention the people actually in the city. And the hospitalization rate. In and the hospitals Nashville. are fine. They, they got plenty of room in the hospitals. There are plenty of beds. So that's you cannot fall on that to say that there's another scare tactic by this crap mayor. I, I mean, I'm at a point one if I could get anything because I'm not going to go zero. And the point one – you know what? I'll go to one, and I'll say the one is based on the success of possible other franchises, right? Or yeah. the uproar of Nashvillians finally sharpening their pitchforks to get this guy out of office. Maybe that's my one. It's not It's not the John Cooper. It's right. everybody else. All right, Zach, so you're going to Denver this weekend? Yes. Can you do some homework on your weekend off and find out what, learn about what's going on with the Broncos? And because that's what the Titans open the season. Are they going to have fans? Like, what's the situation with the Denver Broncos and the Titans season opener on the road on currently Monday Night Football? Yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have lunch with John Elway on Friday, and I'll, I'll Friday. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'll I'll look. I'll look into it because people have different. Look, I love talking to people. I got <laughs> masks. This is a great job for me. I'll get this job done. Uh, Jeff uh, says, can I apply for a press pass under A to Z Sports? We're, we're actually going to talk about a little media here. Part of Zach's shade has to do with media. And we'll kind of tell you the difference of why, Jeff, like you can apply all you want for press pass, but it ain't going to work out for you there, buddy. Uh, but we're going to get into throwing shade. It's going to be like an extended shade segment here. But first, Zach, tell people about Tucker Agency. Yeah, uh, Tucker Agency is where you can save money on your insurance. You have insurance. If you're driving around in a car, you've got car insurance. If you own a home, you have homeowner's insurance. Nashville's Independent Insurance Agency can help you out. Regardless of what Mayor Cooper is doing to your life, and if he's destroying it, you can at least save money at TuckerTN.com. Will Tucker and his entire team can help you. Hundreds of dollars. The average customer that emails him, that's Will, W-I-L-L, at TuckerTN.com. Email him. Say, hey, heard about you on A to Z Sports. How do I save money on my car insurance? 
Boom. How do I save money on my life insurance? How do I save money on my insurance? His team will help you out. The average customer that emails him saves 20%. 20% could be huge. That That is money on your uh, paying bills. That's food on your table. Will at TuckerTN.com. All right, it is Esports here live on a Wednesday. We're, we're having an extended shade segment because Zach brought something up before the show uh, about some media outlets that he's throwing shade at. And, and uh, I did see a comment that I wanted to read uh, about Zach's attendance at Titans practice that somebody said they felt bad for Zach because the one practice he's been to so far, no Ryan Tannehill, and he had, had to watch an hour really and a half. really no Derrick Henry. Yeah, and he had to watch an hour and a half of Logan Woodside and Cole McDonald. Uh, and so that, it just doesn't feel the same, uh, Austin. I, I can't lie. Um, I, I don't like it. It's not that fun. I, I've covered Titans for 10 plus years. I've been to a lot of practices in my life, seen a lot of good football. And I, I, that's a passion of mine. I, I'm fortunate because there's something exhilarating watching professional athletes perform at the highest level. And it just doesn't feel the same. Uh, the, the practices are shorter. And I think a lot of that is not just COVID like COVID has a lot to do with it, but, uh, some of that is the fact that the CBA is so much about player safety, lack of pads, shorter practices, no hits, team drills, organization, uh, that I think that has infiltrated the NFL in so much, in so much way. And, and, there's no preseason this year. Yeah, I, I guarantee that that's going to probably change. They're going to try to 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 find a way in the off season to not have as many preseason games either because they did it this year. Sure, I, I definitely think there's a conversation about that. Um, we'll, we'll find out because I think the lack of OTAs and mini camps. Uh, you, you've already seen injuries. Gerald McCoy tears his quad, basically doing nothing. Yeah, but again, like now it's – I think you're going to start to see a lot more of that now that – look, pads just started. They they haven't been doing football stuff for a while. Uh, so anyway, all right, Zach. McCoy should not be surprised, surprising, and I'll tell you why. He's 30 – and I know a lot about Gerald McCoy. He's had plenty of injuries. He's torn both of his biceps, his pec. I mean, he's had injury, He's had leg injuries, torn his ACL. Good, great player, and Gerald McCoy is a force. But Gerald McCoy is 32 years old. He's been jumping teams, and in his contract, they said if you tore your quad, you only get $3 million in your contract and the, and the Cowboys. If they, they have that language in your contract, that means that you are injury prone. So that was kudos to Jerry and the boys putting that in, that language in, because that saved him some money. All right, Zach, you had some shade on some media. Not all media, not necessarily local media, but – just shade on media in general and how things are set up. Well, I'll tell you my scenario. Yes. So uh, I was doing some research on the damn mayor of Nashville, who's awful. But I wanted to do some research, right? I'm not going to come and, and attack a guy who I don't know more about of his policies and his ways and what he's been doing. And so I was researching Mayor John Cooper, that guy you see in the mask at the bottom of the screen. And I saw that he was – he was putting together a plan to develop a $1.5 billion plan to expand mass transit. Well, I'll give you one guess. Who do you think is going to pay for that? You. Me. You. Us. We. That was my issue. And look, I had Ethan Jabberin, who uh, I disagree with adamantly most of the time. We had him jabbering in the comments saying, oh, that's a long-term plan. Yeah, well, long-term, you know who's going to need cash for that? Me, you, we, us, Nashvillians. So he was too busy putting together a $1.5 billion mass transit plan that has never worked in the city of Nashville because everybody, even with Mayor Barry, you know, finagling in the graveyard years ago, she tried to put something together and that didn't work. So I tried to click on an article. That was how I got to my shade. And my shade is, well, I will throw shade on Mayor Cooper any day of the week. But my shade was, I tried to click on a Tennessean article and I had to subscribe and sign up and pay money. I'm not doing that for a newspaper. I'm 33 years old. Your ass must be crazy. That would be the dumbest thing for me to do. So it made me think is the trend nowadays is, and we talked about this, Austin and I were very honest with everybody watching this show. We lost 60% of our revenue in the month of April. Now, 
we worked like hell and we got some damn good sponsors to support us. And look, we did not waver. We worked harder when COVID came on and still Austin can shake his head. Absolutely. Cause he's absolutely right. So we didn't ask you guys to pay money. And now these, these new philosophies, then we have a business model and we plan on expanding A to Z sports and doing as the best job possible for our listeners as best we can without having to ask them in masses to pay for what we have to do. There will maybe a VIP service in the future, but that is not in anywhere a part of our mind right now. The problem is if you want to read articles for the Tennessean, you got to pay to play. Well, you only got like three a month. Yeah. And that allotment has gone down for over the last year. So my shade is on all these people asking other people for money. We're free, baby. That's what we pride ourselves on. And we we want you to support our sponsors. Buy cars and trucks for what we ask you to. Uh, get insurance. And we're helping you, right? This is the help. We give promo codes, hand soap, 50% off. Go to beast.com. I mean, that's that's what we try to do to give back to the people. Instead of asking you for $10, $15, $25, $6 a month, we try to give you content and the best content. Here's here's the other. I just came up with my other shade. Oh, you've had this shade for a while. Good Lord. This is my problem with media, okay? And we don't do this. We're just an on-demand sports network. That's what we are. But big-time shade for every outlet that claims to have the best, the best, the best coverage, the best sports talk, the best training camp routines, the best interview. You don't have any of that trash. No, Who is saying that? Is there somebody calling you the best or are you self? I'm the best person ever. I'm the best human being. I'm the best 33-year-old. Who says that? And we got a ton of outlets that call themselves the best. The other thing, and I'll throw even more shade, a lot of people, even before they even start their company, they claim to be the best. That is completely downgrading the word best. That's why we don't do it. Like, we don't claim to be the best because everybody else is claiming to be the best, and they're not. They're not the best on Instagram. Hell, half the time they don't even use Instagram. They're not the best on Facebook. They don't have that many followers. Like, it doesn't make any sense claiming to be the best. And so many outlets try to do that. That is my shade for today. Uh, It's just lip service. That's all it is. It's just trying to create a promo that makes yourself feel good about yourself. And that's how I really feel. (laughs) Crompton, Crompton, tell us how you really feel, Crompton. And as you know... I I don't lie. Austin knows this. I don't lie to you. And that gets me in trouble sometimes because people don't like to hear the truth. And I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. And I every I hate the subscription. I'm not going to read the Tennessean because I literally can't without giving them contributor money. And I, I'm, I don't believe that you're the best. You're not the best. Because who said you were the best? So more throwing shade here on this Wednesday. I haven't even got to my shade yet. Zach's gone twice, uh, which is, look, fine with me. I'm not worried about that whatsoever. All right, I think you sh- would agree with both of my shades. Oh, too. I do. I do. I, I, look, I think some subscription services are, are worth it. Like, I think The Athletic is absolutely worth it. I, leave the, I read something from The Athletic, not every day, but almost every day, like four or five times a week. Absolutely. I think The Athletic is worth the subscription because – they give me something deeper. They give me something unique. I'm not paying for anything that has Gannett paychecks. Nothing that has anything to do with Gannett is getting any of my dollars. Well, big conglomerates. And look, I used to work for one, right? And I'm not going to name names, but you work for big conglomerates and they go bankrupt because they get too big for the britches. And then all of a sudden they can't handle it. Their stock goes down, then God forbids a pandemic hits, and they're bankrupt. They go bankrupt even more. And so the business is starts to trickle down. It's ESPN did this. They fired everybody. Remember that? I mean, yeah. a couple of a few years ago. So when it gets to big business, they don't know how to uh they've gotten too big to figure out 
to solve the problem, right? Every company has problems. Look, we got problems. Downtown's got problems. The mayor's got problems. Everybody has problems, but it's how you solve them. And when you get to be so big and you get big problems, they're unsolvable. All right, so my shade, I'm throwing shade at uh, old cranky men. Uh, that's that's who I'm throwing shade at. But first, let me tell you about Renters Warehouse. RentersWarehouse.com. They are Nashville's professional landlords. To find out how much your home can rent for, head to RentersWarehouse.com. There are so many different ways they can help you out during this pandemic. They can help you create extra income, create a second cash flow, that mailbox money that comes every month. They're just helping you and your family out during the pandemic. RentersWarehouse.com. There's no binding contracts. There's no upfront uh marketing costs or anything like that like that it's just one low fee of 89 bucks a month for them to do everything for your rental property renterswarehouse.com a to z sports blitz 11 30 uh, excuse me today yeah look well you'll get a preview on social media but who coming off the high of that big jags win so make sure you watch we stream live and we got the best we got the best coverage <laughs> the, best, <laughs> the best video games we got the bad. Uh, come on. Uh, Tom says, because uh, I said I'm throwing uh, shade at old cranky men. And Tom says, Zach isn't that old. I'm not throwing shade at Zach today. I am I'm throwing shade. I, I am like a 25. I, you know what's weird is I don't know why this happens, but like the like people talk about baseball and they talk about baseball in the term. Well, baseball thinks this. Baseball thinks that. It's like it's a an individual like committee of baseball right i'm throwing shade at old cranky baseball because fernando tatis jr who leads the major league major leagues in home runs this season with 11 i think right now unless he hit another one last night he uh apparently went against one of the unwritten rules that's outdated uh that baseball frowns upon fernando tatis with the Padres up by seven runs in the eighth inning, had a 3-0 count. So what's the pitcher do? He just wants to throw a strike, right? And Fernando Tatis, with the bases loaded, 3-0, just cranks his 11th home run of the season uh, for a grand slam, gets his seventh RBI of the game because he had another three-run jack earlier in the game, and he was forced to apologize for being disrespectful for being better than the pitcher. Give me a damn break. Baseball, change. Don't be old, cranky white guy who doesn't want you to, to show up somebody. He's not staring the pitcher down. He's not being disrespectful. He hit the pitch. So swing at a threat. You can swing at whatever pitch you want to swing at. I don't care how much you're up. It's it's do a better job for the pitcher to not get yourself in a 3-0 hole and not have to groove a soft uh, fastball in there that's going to get ripped to right center field. Fernando Tatis, swing away, big boy. Uh, I agree. The, the hard issue is unwritten rules protect other unwritten rules because if he didn't apologize, he told everybody to go F off. He'd be thrown at. He didn't have to tell everybody to F off. He just well, if he said, it. I'm not gonna even if he said I didn't, I'm not gonna apologize. He'd be thrown at because that's an unwritten rule of baseball. If you do something, then you get thrown at, right? So yes. that I, I agree with you. So here's what I will ask you. Jeff, I, Jeff just says throw better. <laughs> like uh, yeah. That's what I think. Look, throw I, better. I'm all for this. I will ask you this though, because I, I was given this scenario and I'm kind of on the fence of it. So is this scenario 3-0 up 7-0? Like, baseball's very different. Is it somewhat comparable to being up 12 points and, and instead of running out the shot clock, going to hit a three or going for a dunk? Well, there's no time on this. It's just it's no. I, I know it's different. I, I don't want to. It's I, different because there's no like like yeah. You, you run the shot clock down because you're trying to shorten the game. You're trying to get the game over with. He's it's a three zero pitch, and it's the pitcher's job to not get in that situation. It's not his fault that he's yeah, up three zero. Put himself in that situation. I agree. And John John. Crompton brings it up. So the cheating Astros don't have to say sorry, but he does. Screw that. Hit it out on three zero. I'm with it. I just think it's ridiculous. It's just that it, it, somebody needs to write a book about the unwritten rules of baseball. Like write them down so we know what they are and we can try to follow them and they can be on, they can actually be written. Because and how, how many more young people 
would watch baseball if they could bat flip. And I'm not even like no, 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 but like the swag of Cam Newton and the swag of these players and Patrick Mahomes and what the and the and Travis Kelsey and the Gronk spike. Like kids do that, right? They love football. That's why they wear their jerseys because these unwritten rules are killing, or at least like you talk about the old men complex of it. That's why young people don't love watching baseball. Ethan Ramsey says, so I guess he was supposed to bunt. No, he was supposed to not do anything. Like, like think about that. Like you're asking a guy to not do anything. He's at, he's batting. You're saying he's and the, his, his manager's third base coach told him to take the pitch. And he just said, screw that. I'm going to, I'm going to crush it. Go for it. Go for it, Junior. Like yeah, Fernando. Well, then that that should be we we're going to deal with this internally. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate the fact that he I, look and the, look the coach is going to give him a, a sign to take the pitch. Whatever, like just let the guy play. Like stop trying to like. But not it is on Tatis not to do that. Sure, but still, like it's the pitcher's fault. Like I get it. You typically don't swing on a three zero pitch. Uh, because maybe you're going to get a walk, right? You like you don't want to just swing in a bad pitch. I, I understand that, but you're up seven. Screw that. Like if you get a good pitch, swing at it. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and again, I think you've brought up a lot of points on why baseball blows. And like I love, I love baseball when it comes to playoffs, but that's a serious flaw. If the only time I watch baseball is when it matters, right? The 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 uniqueness and really when a sport is the success of a sport is when you watch it during the regular season. And you and I, we don't do that No. And God knows, I don't think 23 year olds do that either. And I don't think 19 year olds or 16 year olds besides the, the, the D the DBs that like wear a bunch of necklaces and flat bills and have curly hair there in high school and doing TikTok all the time, those are probably the the douchers that watch baseball. But it's not a young person's sport, and it all comes full circle. Though the youth, right, will eventually, the generations will start to grow older, and the generations will still uh, eventually have wives and kids, and they'll eventually have disposable income. You need to influence those. I have a bonus shade because this is – I bonus shade. I, I don't like doing this, but I feel like I need to. Dan Walken sucks. Dan Walken is not good at his job. Dan Walken's wrong more on his on his uh, on his predictions than anybody else. He thought Dan Walken said the NBA bubble. There's no way it's going to work. Here's my column. Dan Walken did this yesterday. David Ubbin tweeted out the fact that Jeremy Pruitt said that the Vols had 23 total players test positive for COVID-19 since returning in June. Dan Wolken quote tweets that and says people should be less strident about the quote they bet they're better off on campus end quote talking point when 25% of the team gets the Rona. But then Ryan Callahan, who's actual reporter for Go Vols 24-7, said that Pruitt said contract tracing said that no one uh, of the spread has happened in the building. It's all because uh, outside the building, whether it's uh, when they went away for the 4th of July, when they came back originally. So Dan Walken, stop peddling your agenda and stop just purposely. It's like, is he trying to be wrong on purpose? Because Dan Walken is just so bad. And I and I hate the fact that I had to bring it up, but I, I could He's a little short Corona, bro. That's all he is. So that's why. It's I, just like, he's just wrong. It, and like, you're supposed to report facts and he's just out there spreading incorrect information because it fits what his agenda he wants it to be. All right. I think we've been shaded. Yeah, we've shaded. We shaded 20 minutes. But I agree. All right, guys, hope you've had a great start to your Wednesday with the show. Buck rising back for A to Z sports prime time tonight. Uh, Tighten up podcast episode out this morning on the A to Z sports podcast network. Uh, And then Buck rising. You're not going to want to miss his six, one, five sessions episode that comes out tomorrow morning. I promise you that. So thanks for watching guys. And we'll see you later on. Adios.